Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it's been a while since I was recording on this podcast, but it is Tuesday, January 18th, and the big deal uh, news of the morning is the deal that Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard. And CNBC is treating this like 9-11. It is a big deal because Microsoft is getting back into the consumer business um, with Activision Blizzard. Uh, They'll be a little bit more consumer-based. They jump uh, into the metaverse conversation immediately above Facebook even. Um, The stock went from trading. It closed on, on Friday at 65 it is now trading at 92. The deal is said to be about $95 per share. So with that said, uh, there is going to be an enormous gap in this, uh, this chart. Looking right now at my algorithm that, that I've built on TrendSpider, um, I'll include a TrendSpider link if you'd like on my Twitter feed. Uh, to sign up for it, but I did did, did just sign up for it another year. Um, they had a, an exit, it looks like, on January 10th at about $64. It traded sideways. This is a stock, if you remember, um, Activision Blizzard. There was a big article in the Wall Street Journal this morning, too, about all of their sexual harassment lawsuits and how they've let everybody, a large number of executives go because of sexual harassment. So there's not a lot of um, love for this company. Uh, They've cleaned house, it looks like, and maybe they let a bunch of people go last week in anticipation and announcement of this deal. Microsoft has started to creep up. It's down $5 right now at about $305. My guess is Microsoft ends the year at about $330 to $350. I think we're seeing some compression based on the Fed. And by the way, this morning, it's going to be a significantly down day um, to start. And that is because of compression with the uh, with all of the uh, the Fed rate hikes, if you will, or anticipated rate hikes, if you will. So um, the news is slowly coming out. It just released that Activision Blizzard CEO is going to stay on at Activision Blizzard, which I can't believe, but he is very well liked at Activision Blizzard. Um, again, when you look at this MAGD and the relative strength, I don't know that I'd touch this one today. The one that I'm really looking at right now is UCO. And if you guys are longtime listeners of my podcast, UCO is a uh, an oil stock. It tracks um, some of the contracts with oil. I've been long it before. I've traded it before. I've lost money on it. I've made money on it. Um, essentially, when I look at my algorithm on this one, on December 22nd, it said to get in at $78. That would have been a good idea. I did not get in on this one. I've gotten in on it much later. 
um, today, right now, let's look up uh, UCO on our Active Trader Pro. UCO right now is trading at 107. 107. It closed on Friday at 104. So it's trading significantly up from that $78 range. The 52 week range on this is between 40 and 104. So it is at its 52 week high essentially. I, I think this one continues to go up. Oil on a WTI basis is trading at 84. They're talking about that going to 100. So my main play today is UCO. And if you remember from my previous con, con um, podcasts, if you want to play UCO in the reverse, meaning that you think oil is going to go down because it's had such a good run, will oil go down? Because UCO is there, you can play SCO. SCO is the short version. So essentially you go from um, hoping that oil goes up with UCO and going down with SCO. Uh, you can play either side. And again, it's a great way to just play the market, look at the indicators like MACD and RSI and, and try and go back and forth. Um, some of the other stocks that I'm looking at long-term, um, essentially long-term, I'm looking at Microsoft and Apple. Uh, NVIDIA is another one that's pulled back to around the 260 mark. If I look at the NVIDIA on our TrendSpider algorithm right now, uh, NVIDIA, it had a trigger to buy on January 13th at 2.53 and a trigger to sell, um, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, two, I'm sorry, trigger to buy at 2.83, a trigger to sell at 2.71. So it just didn't hold up with our MACD strategy on our uh, TrendSpider um, algorithm. The RSI right now is at 41. It, it looks like this one it has just run its course. Uh, it is probably going to continue to compress. My guess is at this point, it is probably coming back to fill in a gap between 230 and 230, 240 is kind of where the gap is. There's another gap in there between 225 and 220. That could kind of go back to cover that one. But the last time the RSI was down, or I'm sorry, the MACD was down this low, um, was it looks like October, and that was trading for around 210. It might pull back all the way to that $210 range. There is no volume shelf whatsoever when I pull back the um, the anchored VWAP back here. Let's look at the anchored VWAP where it says that it's gonna go. It says it's gonna go high. It's trading significantly on that. It's touching the 200 day. Uh, I, I think it's going to probably continue to go down. I think these nine and, and 21 days on our algorithm is gonna go down. So. NVIDIA is one. Google is one that I'm uh, uh, constantly just buying, adding to as it pulls back. I, I don't think that one's. Ones that we've always talked about on, on this podcast are the ARC funds. The ARC funds are in free fall. They are 50, 60, you know, probably they're going to be 70% down from their all-time highs. Um, I still have them in a brokerage account because I don't want to trigger a tax event. Um, I still have them in my IRA, but I've trimmed some of those. I still believe in the strategy. The problem is that the market 
um, the new money that went into the ARCs last year have come out of that. So it's not looking good for the ARCs. If you're in there, I would get out. Let's talk crypto for a second. Ether and Bitcoin down again today. Um, I see them consolidating. In my mind, if you're buying these, you don't look at the volatility. You just buy them. You hold them. If you want to trade them, you can absolutely trade them. Um, I would buy. I wouldn't necessarily sell at a loss unless you're actually tax harvesting or doing something of that sort. Um, and just hold on to them. I, I think they're going to you know, see these four or five year run-ups, run-downs, run-ups, run-downs. Uh, CrowdStrike is one. It's another one that's been hit. Um, by some of these things. Um, one that I did find was XLG. Uh, and I think it's XLG. Let's see. Um, yes, the Invesco Top 50. So essentially, here's my theory on this year. And I'll put this long on this one. When you look at the Apples, when you look at the Microsofts, the Googles, the Top 50 of the S&P 500, those are mainstays. Now, it's been down... But it is nowhere near down the percentage um, that the rest of the S&P is down. I think that top 50 is where people go to, to for safety. When I look at the MACD, when I run it, um, we are still in a sell. We're not in a buy because the nine day is under the 21. Um, the MACD is, is still significantly below. It looks the RSI is at a 48. It looks like it, or I'm sorry, 42. It looks like it could make a run up a little bit, but I think the overall market has to make a turn here. Um, what we're seeing is we're seeing the big down days, a little uh, up day in hope, and then another down day. So I think you could probably wait a week and buy XLG. In my mind, that XLG has held up. It is trading today for, let's look at the current XLG on uh, Active Trader Pro. It is trading right now, um, it looks like at about 350. <clears throat> um, my guess is, you know, there's a significant volume shelf at about 358, it looks like. So I think it's going to drag up to that at some point in time. Um, it might open up at about 355 today. But when you look at this, 355 in that neighborhood, that's not pushing you back. It's only pushing you back to December. The rest of the high multiple stocks that you're looking at, like Microsoft and Apple and things of that sort and Google, they're pulling all the way back to October. So this one's going down significantly less. I don't know if that prohibits the upside. In XLG in particular, when you look at this, there's a gap between 337 and 334. It would have to pull back. That's about a 10%, 15% downturn. And that would pull it well below the 200-day. If it touches the 200-day, which is right at about 353 today, it is not touching that yet. It might pull back there, but if it touches that one, I'd be uh, counting on a bounce there all day long. Um, so I, I think that's a good enough update for today. Again, long-term, um, in my mind for this year, I think you're really looking at XLE, which is the energy, and XLF going up. The XLF is down today. Let's look at the XLF. Um, that's financials. 
Uh, and when you look at this one, the two day, it looks like it's going to open up in about 40. Um, it's 4061 right now. So it looks like this one will probably be a good one. Let me look at the trend spider algorithm for XLF. Um, XLF looks like there's a gap here between 39, uh, 39.62 and 39.95. It's not a significant gap when you run the, the actual algorithm. It looks like we're still in a buy because the nine day is above the 21 day still significantly. It's probably pulling back some. I might add to this, Goldman Sachs had earnings this morning and they did not uh, meet the street expectations. So uh, in my mind, uh, XLF is probably still a buy and, and specifically today with some of the uh, financials pulling back. I saw JP Morgan was down around 158. Uh, in my mind, that ends the year at about 170. So I think you're looking at a pretty good buy opportunity at that one. The XLF has run. The MACD just crossed over very high up on the, on the spectrum here. Um, so it, it might be pulling back for a little bit. But in my mind, if you can get this around $40, I, I think you're still good because $40 pulls us back um, into the range of a gap that was... Um, at around October 15th, it looks like there's a gap between 39.22 and 38.93. Um, that gap is, is fairly large. There's a gap here recently, it looks like on January 4th, it gapped up from 39.53 to 39.98. And that gap right there, eh. Maybe that's a gap that it, it could come back and fill, but they, that would have move it back towards the 50-day average. And in my mind, that 50-day average, I don't think we're going back there with rates going up. So let's look at the XLE, which is energy, which again, oil, I think is your big play. And if you want to play that one, I think it's UCO uh, and SCO. But when you look at XLE, uh, wow, this one's just, I mean, it's, it's run all the way. We had a, on the algorithm, we had a buy at 5502 on December 23rd. And today it's at 64. That's a nice run for that one. Um, it is still running. It's well above its, its nine day, well above the 21 day. Everything is moving positive in this one. And when you have a 200 day that, in energy that's moving positive, it's a big, big deal. The problem is, and again, I'll, I'll point out this problem, the RSI is at 78. That ain't moving. Um, it's been in the 70s now for, it looks like, since the beginning of the year. Uh, the last time it kind of came down, the RSI was at uh, 27, November 19th. But this one, if you used our algorithm, it was a 70% return versus an 11% return for the asset performance. So the algorithm really works on this one. You, again, if I'm playing energy, I'm using the UCO and SCO because you can play at both sides. Um, I think that should do it for today. I might do another one at 4 o'clock today, um, but I'll upload this one, see how it does. Uh, and again, if you want any of the links, check the Twitter and the feed. Um, I'll start posting on that one too. Hope you guys have a new year, a great new year. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing the podcast a little bit more. Thanks.